The Tour Backswing Show features a serious, well-researched story from the PGA Tour in the 1960s or 1970s. The story shares some DNA with the tournament being currently played this week on the PGA Tour. If you are into this kind of thing, sign up for the Tour Backspin weekly email newsletter at tourbackspin.com or on substack.com where you can read it for free. No sign-up required. The newsletter also features the famous What Hole Is It contest, something fun from the world of golf off the internet, a curated Spotify playlist, and a vintage golf ad. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for news and features from Tour Backspin. The PGA Tour event this week is in McKinney, Texas for the AT&T Byron Nelson at the TPC Craig Ranch Course. The roots of this tournament stretch back to 1944 when Byron Nelson won the Texas Victory Open. We're going to backspin to 1969, which was won by Bruce Devlin. Bruce, along with Mike Gonzalez, hosts the excellent podcast, For the Good of the Game. Their mission is to interview every Living World Golf Hall of Fame member, and I recommend this podcast highly. We've added a new feature that we're calling The Last Call, and you can hear it after this week's bonus story. And the Tour Backspin Show has some great stuff on tap for the next major on the calendar, which is next week. Be sure to check out our PGA Championship edition with some premium content added. We'll talk to two former champions of the event. Okay, let's go. We're on the tee. It's Sunday, April 27th, 1969, and Bruce Devlin is surveying his situation on the 16th hole at Preston Trails Golf Club in the final round of the Byron Nelson Golf Classic. It was not a pretty sight. His drive ended up against a tree, and there was no way to take a conventional stance or swing at it. After some thought, Devlin decided to straddle the ball, which was legal at the time, and hit it back through his legs to advance the ball back into the fairway. How'd that shot work out for the man they call the devil? Let's backspin to see. The weather for the Byron Nelson Golf Classic in 1969 was terrible. Temperatures were cold, rain pelted the course, and 30 miles per hour winds in the second round made it difficult to maintain balance while making a shot. Bruce Devlin remembered that it was nasty, cold, and windy. In the first round, Burt Green made what Associated Press sports writer Bob Green described as a fantastic birdie on the final hole to post a 4-under par 66 and a one-stroke lead over Chris Blocker, Julius Boros, and Bob Minnie. Frank Beard was four strokes behind Green, and Bruce Devlin was another shot back at 71. In the second round, Green tapped in a two-foot birdie putt on the 18th hole that ended a scrambling round that resulted in a 71. Despite hitting into the water on two occasions, he shared the lead with the hard-charging Devlin and Beard. Devlin shot a 66 with birdies at the 2nd, 3rd, 7th, 8th, 10th, and 15th holes, offset by bogeys at the 11th and 18th holes. Beard shot a 67 thanks to a good putting day. The three players held a two-stroke lead over a group of players that included Lee Trevino, Bruce Crampton, Julius Boros, and Bob Charles. A drizzly cold rain fell on Saturday, and Lee Trevino put on a charge that started on the 13th hole where he used his putter from off the green to sink a 35-foot birdie. 
he stuffed his approaches to the 15th and 16th holes, making the short birdie putts. He posted a score of 67 and took over a share of the lead with Bob Charles, who also shot a 67, thanks to a birdie-birdie finish. Frank Beard, Bruce Devlin, and Bruce Crampton were one stroke back. Burt Green, succumbing to the pressure of trying to win his first PGA Tour title, slipped back with a 73 and was four strokes off the lead. Morning rain delayed the start of Sunday's final round, but it soon gave way to bright sunshine. It was quite the battle as Devlin took over the lead with a birdie on the third hole. Despite bogeying the fifth hole, he retained his lead. As the back nine unfolded, Charles, Crampton, and Beard tried to catch Devlin. Beard missed a putt of just under three feet on the 15th for a birdie that would have put him in a tie for the lead. As depicted in this week's opening, Devlin hit his tee shot on the 16th hole up against a tree. Devlin, speaking with Tour Backspin, related that he felt anxious as he approached his ball and saw it up against the tree. How am I going to hit that, he wondered. He surveyed the lie and his options. I couldn't hit it left-handed, he told me, because there was a nasty root about four inches behind the ball. He asked Jack Tuthill, the Tour Rules official with his group, if he could hit the ball between his legs. Tuthill informed him he could hit the ball any way he could. Devlin set up to hit his recovery shot with his back towards his target and then struck the ball between his legs. He advanced the ball about 40 yards and hit his approach shot onto the green about six feet from the hole. He was unable to make the par-saving putt, though. Crampton, playing in the group in front of Devlin, hit his drive on the 18th hole near a tree and his second shot was short of the green. He pitched his third shot to about 15 feet, and Devlin nervously smoked a cigarette back in the fairway as he watched his fellow Australian miss the tricky putt to finish with a bogey. Devlin retained his one-stroke lead over Crampton. Devlin's approach shot was also short of the green, but he managed to chip up to seven feet and then watched intently as Beard attempted his 45-foot putt that could tie him. Beard's putt came up short, and then Devlin made his pressure-packed putt to secure the victory. Devlin related how proud he was to make that up and down on the final hole under the pressure that he'd felt. It was his first win in three years, with his last win coming in the Colonial Invitational in 1966. Arnold Palmer had more to play for in the 1969 Byron Nelson than just the title. He held a $5,133.51 lead over Frank Beard to hold the 15th place on the money-winning list as the tour came into Dallas. He needed to be within the top 15, dated from the prior year's Houston Open, to secure a spot in the upcoming U.S. Open. Otherwise, he would be forced to go through sectional qualifying. Palmer opened well with a first round 69, but then slipped down the leaderboard with a 75 in the second round. He was six strokes behind Frank Beard. He rallied with a 69 in the third round, but still trailed Beard by six strokes. Palmer fought a cold putter in the fourth round, but still managed to shoot a final round 69. It was not enough as Beard finished with a 71, securing a tie for second place and winning $9,250. 
Palmer's winnings of $2,825 left him just shy of $1,300 of the 15th spot on the money list. I guess I will try to qualify for the Open, Palmer said after his round. I really don't know yet. Jack Nicklaus was aghast that the USGA was unwilling to give a special exemption to Palmer. I just can't believe they make him qualify, Nicklaus said to reporters. It's ridiculous. Palmer did choose to play in the sectional at the Yogahani Country Club in Allegheny County, PA, near Pittsburgh, where 4,500 members of Arnie's Army came out to watch him play. He shot rounds of 70 and 68 to lead the sectional and was off to Houston where the Open was played at the Cypress Creek course of Champions Golf Club. In the Open, Palmer finished at plus four with a score of 284, which was good for a tie for sixth place. Now for our new feature called Last Call. Tony Lima now with this birdie putt of about four feet. I guess it is kind of easy at that, Doctor, at this point, isn't it? Well, it's the only putt Tony's ever had, I'm sure, that's right into the teeth of the green that looks absolutely beautiful. Three putts to win from six feet. 35,000. And he's still not mad. Part five, and the new champion, Tony Lima, finishes this tournament at five under par and is the new Harling World Golf Champion. Thank you for the enjoyable round. Be sure to check out the Tour Backspin weekly newsletter on Substack where you can read it for free. Or go to tourbackspin.com to sign up and explore our other offerings including long-form articles, videos, and the newsletter archive. The Tour Backspin show is written and produced by Larry Bosch. This week's source materials include the reporting of the AP reporter Bob Green and the podcast for the good of the game. Today's intro music is by the band Crowander and the song is Whiskey. Other music was provided by the band Blue Wave Theory with the songs Get Your Kicks on Feature 86, Lava Spout, and Sunset is Different. If you like the Tour Backspin Show, please tell your friends and subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Join me next week as we have a tea time reserved.